called to the booth. Aqib Tlaib here. The Broncos off to a 2-0 start. Courtley Sutton is back. Pat Sertan is on the board. Paul, drop that beat. The Broncos 2-0 right now could be 3-0 by the end of the weekend with their first game back in the stadium with fans, first real game that is, against the New York Jets. I'm Harrison Sanford. That's Aqib Tlaib. We're going to talk about that matchup against the Jets. We're going to talk about Kirtland Sutton's big-time performance last week in Week 2. And of course, it's not all good. There are some injuries. But before we get to that, Aqib, in honor of the Broncos playing their first home game in front of fans in a year, can you take us back to one of your most memorable fan interactions back when you're back in your Broncos days mm. when you say that the first one come to mind is playoff time man. that AFC championship game man I swear we never heard we never heard the chant before but in the AFC uh, championship game that defense <clears throat> defense Look, man that 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 moment right there was like was like no other so that definitely was one of my favorite crowd moments when I was in Denver. And for sure, Cortland Sutton's going to get a lot of uh, cheers and raves this weekend uh, going against the New York Jets as long as Teddy Bridgewater finds him, which we think is a high possibility after mm -hmm. what he did in week two. And that's more than likely why he's our Bronco of the week. Definitely the Bronco of the week. Cortland Sutton, nine catches. What do you have? 159 yards. Super good game for him, man. Uh, look healthy. You can see him get off the ground a little bit, and, and he's still not 100%. When he get 100%, man, you really going to see him get off that ground. But to be week two, Cortland uh, Sutton looking like this, man, I'm proud of him, man. Great great rehab, great offseason. Teddy Bridgewater getting him the football. It looked good. Now, some of that credit could go to the Jaguars' defense, and you're actually going to be calling that game between the Cardinals and the Jaguars. So uh, we'll actually talk about that in our other shows this week on Call to the Booth. Make sure you follow us at Call to the Booth on social media. But at the same time as well, looking at that, if you look at the matchups that he had and now you look ahead to uh, what he has against the Jets, that's a weak secondary. It looks like he can do it again. He should be able to do it again. Uh Start with that run. They get the running the ball, then that play action. Had guys running free down the field, so he should be able to do it again, man. They ain't stop nobody. They won't stop the Broncos neither. Also, big shout out to Pat Sertan, former guest, getting his first interception uh, last yes, week against a rookie quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. Get on the board, and, baby! And would not be surprised if he gets another one against Zach Wilson after Zach Wilson's interception-filled performance against the New England Patriots. But before. Uh, we talk about that and what could happen in that matchup a little bit more. Let's go to the actual state of the Broncos because, yes, it's all well right now. 2-0, but that schedule coming up is going to be brutal. We'll talk about that in the next segment. And there are some injuries piling up for this team, even though somebody like Corton Sutton is back and looking healthy. Obviously, we know about Jerry Judy. Josie Jewell, out for the season with the torn pack. Ronald Darby, part of the reason why Pat Sertan got that interception. More playing time, Ronald Darby with that hamstring issue on the IR for at least three weeks. And now Bradley Chubb, there is no timetable for his return. And uh, a level of one to 10, 10 being the most concerned, the most worried, where are you as it pertains to the injuries to this team right now? Well, you're definitely going to miss Josie Jewell. 
uh, always around the football, man. You see him, even on special teams, he's making plays, man. So you're definitely going to miss him. But they got young guys they could plug in, man. That's that's so. I say I'm at I'm at about a level three, man. I'm not too concerned. It's football season. Guys gonna get banged up, but we all right right now. For sure. And Malik Reed led the team last year in sacks with eight. So it looks like he could definitely fill in. And when we come back, they're double-digit favorites against the Jets. Akeem is going to tell us which running back does he want in fantasy football. This is called to the booth. And let's talk about that game that you're calling this weekend in Florida. Arizona taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as I watched that game uh, last weekend, as we've watched Kyler Murray so far uh, since last, late last year, after, particularly right before the injury, He's looking like an MVP candidate. He's controlling yeah, the yeah. entirety of the offense. It's him and Josh Allen are pretty much the only quarterbacks you really see going four wide out. And with the way that their defense is set up, where the Buffalo Bills have a very strong defense, particularly in that secondary, we're not seeing the same strength for the Arizona Cardinals defense. It seems as if he, if they keep this pace, he has to be MVP. And right now he's plus 500 tied with Patrick Mahomes to win that honor. What do you think? Man, he definitely put his name in the runnings uh, with them two early performances. But uh, like you said, it's just dominant, man. He 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 dominates the game when they need a score. And he get in attack mode, man, it's it's almost impossible to stop him, man. So if he keep this up, if he keep this pace up, man, it's going to be hard not to give him the MVP, honestly. So I want to also take a look at some other potential MVPs as well as we look at some other betting odds. Uh, so right now, we also see that Derek Carr is 20 to 1. Tom Brady, 7 to 1. Matt Stafford, 10 to 1. Russell Wilson, 13 to 1. Um, Derek Carr is featured in our power, in your power rankings. They're actually listed in right here, as I see, at number 3 this week. Uh, mm -hmm. tell, if, if you were going to put, you know, it's 20 to 1, so decent odds to make some money on it. Would yeah. you throw out a little change on it? You might as well, right? I mean, if you get paid 20 to 1, I mean, you throw $200 down, you know what I'm saying? And you, you're going to come out well, you feel me? So it's your reward is your reward is so high. You might as well. And how they playing right now, You, I mean, you might as well. You might as well place that bet, man. If they stay healthy, they're probably going to continue to play like this, man. They, Derek Carr has been improving and improving, I feel like, with a bunch of different coaches. I feel like he's always getting better. I think they they might they might have it figured out right now, man. They got the right group of weapons. He got good speed on the field, man. He throwing it he throwing it around. He's slanging it downfield. Twenty to one, man. I might go and put me a thousand on it. You know what I'm saying? Just to you know, if I hit, I hit. If I don't, you know. Oh well. <laughs> charge charge it to the game. Charge it to, charge the, game. It to the game. But if you hit though, twenty thousand up. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. Charge that to the game. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a good point. I might. It, it's definitely something to think about the way they're playing. Well, the Broncos spent their second-round pick on Javante Williams. He's been very reliable so far in the backfield alongside Melvin Gordon. Back with more call to the booth. Harrison Sanford, Aqib Tlaib. We're going to talk about that backfield in a bit in this segment. But before we do to that, let's take a whole look at that AFC West. The Chiefs lost this past week to the Ravens. The Chargers lost as well to the Dallas Cowboys. And how about those Las Vegas Raiders, now 2-0 with wins over the Ravens and the Steelers? Uh, Akeem, should Broncos fans start really monitoring what the Vegas Raiders are doing? Not a 2-0. Not a 
uh, two big wins, like you said, they definitely better better check the Raiders out, man. Them, them it's not fluke. You don't just go beat uh, two two dominant AFC North opponents like that, man. So them two big games, two big games, one home, one on the road. So it's real. You better you better watch out for them Raiders. Carr's playing some good football right now. Derek Carr playing some good football right now. Oh, uh, quick pick: Chargers versus uh, Kansas City. Chargers on the road. I'm around with the Chiefs. It's it's hard to it's hard to not pick the Chiefs, but the Chargers do pull up and play well in Kansas City against the Chiefs all the time. So it should be a good game. We talking spread. I still might ride with the Chiefs. I think that went by seven and spread like six and a half. I'm gonna ride with the Chiefs. Tyron Matthew came on the show last year and told us about how impressed he was with Justin Herbert. Uh, we'll see yeah. what he can do here in week three. Let's focus then on the Broncos though and their actual opponent, not just their division. Uh, it looks like another easy win. To be honest with you, Akeem, and you know secondaries as well uh, as anybody else in, who played in the league. This Jets secondary seems like prime picking for Teddy Bridgewater <laughs> to have another standout performance. It would seem. Well, yeah, they're struggling, man. They're struggling. Uh, a lot of guys running free against this secondary. So the Broncos, they've been in a nice rhythm, man, starting in the preseason, and it's kind of carrying over. So. They keep doing what they doing, man. They 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 in the in the nice little flow, calling plays. So it should be a good one. I see I see Teddy having a day at home. And we've been talking about betting on this show for a bit, um, and we did talk about Patrick Sertan's opportunity to win Defensive Player of the Year. Hey, listen, what a better what not a better time to get another interception going right. against Zach Wilson. Uh, hey, they said they come in bunches. <laughs> yeah, is that. You, you, I'm sure you remember the times when you're going against rookie quarterback. Turnovers have to be on the mind for this Broncos defense this weekend. Definitely, man. You you said you said turnover goals every game, right? But guys just believe them a little bit more when you play against rookie quarterbacks. You know those guys going to make mistakes. The Broncos defense, they got some stuff drawn up. They're going to put some pressure on them, of course. Uh you know Vaughn licking his chops, man. You see a young guy, you just want to try to make him do too much, right? You want to make him continue to make mistakes like he's already had. So they got it out for him, man. They definitely, they definitely is is setting up some plays where they put a lot of pressure on him. So it's it's definitely in the game plan. Real quick before we go, who do you like better this week, Javante Williams or Melvin Gordon at the running back position? I'm going to go Melvin, man. He got the tubs right now. I think when they get in the red zone, they kind of respect the vets, man. They get in the red zone. They, they Melvin is in there. You know what I'm saying? So he get he get a lot, a lot of the red zone touches. So I'm going to go Melvin. He's going to get the tubs. Broncos open as 11-point favorites. Are you taking them with that uh, with that margin of victory? 11 points is a lot, man. I'm going to stay away from it. I'm going to be honest. And their next four games versus Baltimore, at the Pittsburgh Steelers, versus Las Vegas, at the Cleveland Browns, it would seem that this would be like almost a must win if they want to keep their playoff hopes uh, alive. Obviously, you can still win later on the season, but this would be a very pivotal game to keeping that hope alive, I would assume, to keep. I wouldn't call it must win now, Harrison. I ain't, we ain't going <laughs> to must win in week three. Not already, right? <laughs> but the next four games is is a, a, a challenging part of your schedule. So... Going into it, going into a month like that, them four games, you would love to be three and zero. So, this is one of the games that you need to take care of in order to be three and zero going into that crazy part of your schedule. That's gonna be tough, Harrison. Crazy road games, good running teams, some some physical games coming in a row. So, you want to be three and zero going into that. 
I wouldn't say must win just yet, though. When we come back next week, we'll look ahead to that brutal four-game stretch that Akeem was just talking about. Ravens, Steelers, Raiders, and the Cleveland Browns. Tough matchups coming ahead. We'll look forward to breaking it all down right here on Call to the Booth. I'm Harrison Sanford. That's Akeem Tlaib. We'll see you next time.